You are Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast on the Milwaukee Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm Eric Name, Milwaukee Bucks reporter at the Athletic Wisconsin. Joining me as always is my good friend and the founder of BrewHoop.com, Frank Men. And bringing you today's podcast is DraftKings. For the first time ever, DraftKings has a bracket battle. It's free to enter. If you download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com. Now, you can use the promo code DRIBBLE. Use the promo code DRIBBLE, $64,000 in prizes. Very exciting stuff over at DraftKings. And a shout-out to DraftKings for supporting our podcast here at Lockdown Bucks. Frank, uh, Bucks get a win, 115-101 over the Los Angeles Lakers, which means I, I would guess you're you're doing okay. I mean, I don't think we'll do a, a more eagerly anticipated podcast all year uh, than, than this one. Uh, <laughs> The, the letdown bowl, uh, I don't know what you call this game, but Lakers, Bucks, LeBron versus Giannis. Uh, this, a couple months ago, this seemed like a real circle, the date on the calendar type game, and uh, it ended up being anything but that with uh, LeBron apparently nursing a groin injury. <clears throat> sure, uh, there was references to him getting treatment Uh up to the game, up to uh, tip time, and supposedly that was why he was not on the bench. So Lakers, I'm sure, really working hard to get LeBron back on the court as soon as possible uh, as they <clears throat> tank um, the rest of their season. And the Bucks, um, uh, I guess, when they saw that, uh, you know, I think moments before, I guess, it was officially announced, I said, hmm, wonder if this means that Giannis, who is questionable, is, like, going to get rested because... You know, you apparently probably don't need him as much now that LeBron's not playing. And sure enough, that was the uh, the move shortly thereafter. So, um, you know, sorry to uh, all the fans. I, I hope there aren't many fans who, um, you know, were going to their first Bucks game of the season tonight with the hopes of seeing both Giannis and LeBron uh, because they uh, they got to see uh, uh, they got to see the Kyle Kuzma versus DJ Wilson twenty. 17 mid to late first round pick battle. That was, that was pretty exciting. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they at least got a bucks win. So that's good. 115 101. The end result was what you would have hoped. Um, but uh, yeah, not, not exactly a game to write home about. Um, it was a game that, that Casey, that uh, Kentavious Caldwell Pope will write home about. Uh, he kind of pretty much single-handedly kept the Lakers in this game, but um, otherwise, I think you know what we were talking about the other day. You know, and the Bucks' strength is that on any given night they've got they've you know, especially when they're when they're healthy they have about five guys who can um, you know be really really good play at like an all star ish level. Um, four guys who can be good enough to be kind of the second star behind Giannis. And uh, tonight it was very nice to see uh, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, and, and Nikola Mirotic step up and 
take on the scoring load with with Giannis out, Pat Connaughton, some nice contributions off the bench. Um, and so, yeah, you know, nervy at times. Bucks kind of played with their food a little bit. No work of art by any stretch, but um, ultimately took care of business against a Laker team that obviously uh, is is very um, you know open to having their their uh, their business being taken care of. Yeah, I, I I feel bad for anybody that you know paid lots of money for this game because you know I. I don't know for sure how many there will be left, but I mean, we got to be probably to, unless they play in the playoffs and unless LeBron goes to the Eastern conference for like a Cavs farewell tour run. Um, you know, like we're probably at a point where we're counting LeBron games in Milwaukee mm-hmm. on a single hand. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's crazy. Like we're probably looking at three to five, um, so, I mean, I, I, I've gushed many, many times before about getting to watch LeBron in person and, you know, just how, how much fun I, I tend to find that to be. So I feel terrible. Like if, if I was a fan and not, uh, like working games, like I, I probably would have been like, you know, like maybe I'll do what I can to, to get to a LeBron Giannis, like as Giannis is ascending in, in an MVP season and get to see him play against LeBron like that, that sounds like a, a really like pretty, pretty great game to go to. And, you know, if you're going to pay a little bit more, like a good time to do it. And it's just like, I, I just was sitting at uh, the Bucks practice facility uh, waiting for, for them to open up shoot around. And, you know, like throughout the throughout the last twenty four hours, it was like, oh well, you know, I think if LeBron plays, like Giannis will play, and then uh, it, it was reported from everyone over at Lakers shoot around uh, that was happening at the exact same time as Bucks shoot around. Uh, they were in Pfizer form. The Bucks were uh, in the practice facility. Like as it was happening, and LeBron goes out, it was just like, okay, well, it'll only be a matter of time before we hear that. That Giannis won't be playing because, you know, with that ankle injury, like there's there's not necessarily a, a, all that good of a reason to put him out on the floor. And yeah, like when you when you hear that, I think uh, "let down bowl" is not the worst uh, phrase I've heard uh, used to try to describe exactly uh, how you might feel about this Bucks Lakers game tonight. And yeah, like it, it just it just flat out sucks. And you know, like I we've I, I think listed and talked about warning people about, you know, if you can try not to buy back-to-back games, like don't try not to buy a a ticket on the second game of a back-to-back. And for the bucks, it's the front end of a back-to-back. But you know, this isn't the game you're thinking both teams are going to sit out their best players. Like you you just don't, don't really, I think, see that coming. So um it sucks. Like I'm not going to try to talk anyone out of it. Like it, it just flat out sucks. So um, hopefully, like you said, people weren't seeing their first game of the year or um, paying extra money to to get to this game because that that would really stink. But I think going through this game, uh, you were talking about playing with their food, and um, I, I'm I, I would like to say. Uh, 
hi, Eric Bledsoe. Um, the, you, sh- you might have been the, the I guess, biggest culprit of that. Uh, it just felt like throughout that game, just strange, bad decisions from Bledsoe, like over dribbling and just trying to do too much uh, throughout the game. Uh, and I, I mean, at the end of the night, he, he has what, 14, eight and seven and four steals. And, uh, you know, he gets that steal at the end that, that seals it as Middleton is out front, uh, as Eric Bledsoe told us after the game cherry picking. Um, and he, he gets a, a dunk to go up further in their dunk contest. But, uh, you know, it, it was not a, a, a great night for Bledsoe, uh, not a great night for Tony Snell, who, gets the start and in 15 minutes doesn't score 0 for 2 from 3, 0 for 3 from the field, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 5 fouls. Uh, he was in foul trouble the whole night. And, uh, yeah, just not a, a great game from those two. But those other starters, as you mentioned, Miritich, Middleton, Lopez, all kind of step out and or step up. And not in Lopez's uh, case and – I guess actually all three of their cases step out is correct as uh, Miritich goes through seven from three, Middleton goes four of seven from three, and Lopez then goes five of 11 from three. And, um, you know, it felt like, uh, I don't know if, like in Lopez's head, I feel like he was like, well, you may not fear me, but you will respect me because I will continue to shoot these threes from out here. And why you are not covering me is is beyond me because I I've been doing this all year. And he mentioned after the game that, you know, it did feel, uh, feel just a little bit better to do that against his former team. And, uh, you know, like the big thing is obviously getting a win and playing well, but just a little bit more. And I would, I, I, I don't know if you, you would think to say that you saw that, like that you could see it, uh, and you know, you could see how he was feeling, but, I mean, that's just a great game for Brooke Lopez. 28 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 4 blocks. Uh, man, almost a 4x4 a four four, uh, for him. Wow, I, I was good for good for Brooke Lopez. I did not realize he had that many steals and blocks, but um, it did really feel like, you know, those three, Mirtich, Middleton, and Lopez just kind of carried the Bucks tonight. Yeah, second time in 10 days that Lopez has had a, a really big scoring night. Uh, and and not just shooting threes, although tonight um, we we certainly saw him remind us of the floor stretching ability that um, the Lakers were for whatever reason not interested in entertaining. <laughs> um, I thought Miritich had an interesting night. He hits an early three, but then um, kind of struggled a bit to to hit some some open threes thereafter, and really used um, was you were you said he was kind of you know. Uh, the honorary Ursan Elisova tip-ins had a, had a <laughs> yeah. few of those. Um, he kind of rolled to the rim a couple of times, you know, just kind of stuff that, you know, um, like I always think in hockey, like when you're like, if you're, you're goal scoring, you're not scoring and then go to the front of the net, um, you know, and it's yeah. kind of same in basketball. Like if you're a, a bigger guy and you can't get your jump shot to follow, just, you know, go, go towards the hoop and see if you can get, get a layup. And um, we saw him be able to do that repeatedly tonight. And, um, he did end up hitting a couple of threes in the second. I think it was the, the last two were in the second half. Finishes three out of seven from three, which was nice to see. Um, but eight out of 14 overall, hit four out of five from the line, 23 points, six boards in just 24 minutes, plus 18. Um, obviously nice to see him bounce back after a, a really 
uh, lackluster uh, performance against the Sixers. And, you know, if he's average Nikola Miritich on Sunday, you feel like the Bucks win that game um, pretty comfortably. But mm-hmm. um, alas, uh, Miritich was pretty invisible in that game. And, um, you know, this that's going to be part of the, the Miritich experience. And obviously, especially tonight without Giannis, um, you know, he, he's playing next to, next to Brooke and kind of a more conventional lineup without, um, you know, multiple uh, power forwards on the floor. So, um, you know, that's probably not a bad thing either. And obviously it was good to see him play. Um, I I guess the only concern he, he did bang up his hand, um, left the game, then eventually came back. Um, although I guess he, there were, I know you and others reported from the locker room that there was kind of a, a string of sort of non-answers, uh, or at least Mike Budenholzer didn't have any answers, and and Miritich uh, left the locker room without 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 it talking to anybody, which um, was a little interesting given uh, he just had a good game. So I don't know anything. Any other thoughts on his injury? Um, other because otherwise, I think probably um, Middleton's you know the other guy that, that obviously is worth talking about. But um, any other thoughts on Miritich or any other I guess tidbits to report from uh, from the locker room? We heard. His hand was bandaged, but I, I guess you know I wasn't there. You you were. I don't know if you got to look at it. Uh, yeah, um, I would say that he. I tweeted it out, but he injured himself, kind of Doctor Daving, uh, Mo Wagner. Uh, he he put the pump fake in and then threw the hands up real quick. And I mean, honestly, I'm a little bit surprised he got the call. Like it, it definitely kind of looked like contact, but it also looked like he went really far out of his way to to try to draw that contact, uh, but still got the call and ended up going to the line. And, um, yeah, like he kind of uh, – I was going to say the other thing too was obviously it was his, his left hand, but, uh, you know, when he went to the line, like he had like a, a scratch kind of thing on his neck and you could – I don't know if it was blood or just like a red scratch mark, if that makes any sense, because sometimes red scratch marks can kind of look like blood. Um so he was just kind of banged up and, yeah, it was a little, just a little bit bandaged. But, uh, you know, the, the tough part, and Kane and I were, Kane Pittman, um, were, were kind of talking about this. And, um, you know, like, sometimes guys are bandaged up after games, if that makes any sense. Like, sometimes, you know, you have that type of stuff and um, then in, in the next day you, you don't, you don't really hear anything about it and uh, there, there's nothing more to it. And that guy plays. So um, I don't know if there's anything to, you know, the bandage on there. Um, I, I would kind of agree that I was a, a little bit surprised that uh, Mike Boonholzer didn't have an update for us, uh, especially as they, they move on a back to back just because, you know, um, if you do have a bandaged hand, like, you know, maybe you want to go get x-rays or uh, kind of see what else might be wrong. And again, like uh, teams don't always tell you everything. Um, if we've, if we've learned anything about professional sports, like, so maybe something like that did happen. Uh, and, you know, we just kind of weren't in the area to see him go to the x-ray room or uh, get a, a chance to, to track him down and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of have to see what it is, but uh, I don't really have anything more on it other than, um, obviously he, he went off the floor. He did come back on the floor, um, and he did play. So, you know, I, I think, you know, maybe there's some hope, some thought that that could mean that he's, he's definitely okay and 
and ready to go. So um, that would be all I have. Yeah, I mean, you'd obviously hate it to hear if he had like a you know fractured hand or something like that. Obviously, I mean, especially with Brogdon coming out. Um, obviously, this is you know even though there's obviously not a direct substitution of Miritich for Brogdon, we've seen that you know given just how um, how Mike Budenholzer likes to go big. Um, you know, Brogdon's injury has meant more minutes for Miritich, starting spot for Miritich. Uh, DJ Wilson getting into the, the the rotation. He played 31 minutes tonight. Um, unfortunately, didn't shoot uh, well, one out of seven from the field. But um, but yeah, fingers crossed that then Miritich is uh, is ready tomorrow. Uh, obviously, Ilyasova um, getting a rest tonight, so you'd assume he will be back tomorrow. And, um, you know, obviously it'd be nice if, if Giannis was, uh, was feeling good to go as well. Um, although who knows, uh, with this first game in the bag on the back to back, wouldn't shock me if they tried to rest Giannis again. But my guess is, especially if, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Miritich's hand is an issue, um, you know, just for depth purposes that, that they may not risk it in Cleveland who, uh, I mean, the Cavaliers have been playing a lot better since Kevin Love came back. So it's not, not quite the pushover team that, that we've seen previously uh, against the Bucks this year. Um, Pat Connaughton, uh, I tweeted about it. Um, it has been a popular tweet tonight. Pat himself uh, quote tweeted it, but um, Pat Connaughton dunked a couple more times tonight. He's got 32 dunks on the year. For a while, he was actually the, uh, had the second most dunks on the Bucks behind Giannis. Um, then to be clear, Giannis is at 250, so he's uh, so way it's, back. it's not particularly close. It's not particularly and close. Pat, and Pat might not catch him in the end. Is what yeah, yeah. Pat did uh, tweet that he was trying to catch Giannis and uh, tweeted the crying, laughing emoji thereafter. Um, but uh, fun fact: Pat Connaughton, he's played 900 minutes this year. Uh, he has more dunks than Russell Westbrook, who has 27 dunks this year, and Donovan Mitchell, who has 24 dunks this year. So, um, just kind of a, a funny sort of little fact there that you—that's pretty surprising. I would I say, will say that. That's yeah, pretty surprising. Yeah, I would say the average fan probably wouldn't expect that. Westbrook um, has been in the—I think kind of in the 50 to 70 dunk range the last few seasons. So, I mean, he's down this year, uh, but you know, kind of everything with Westbrook is down this year, and Mitchell. Um, Mitchell, he's a two-foot leaper, so it's like when he dunks, it looks really good, but he generally can't really dunk unless he's uh, kind of got a bunch of room. So it's kind of an interesting kind of quirk. And, and obviously the ball is always in his hands. Like Pat, ironically, benefits from a dunking perspective because he's not ever really with the ball. So he can kind of cut, and he's very smart yeah. about working the baselines. And, um, you know, obviously it's we're not saying Pat's a better, you know, a better – I'm going to trust Donovan Mitchell to dunk, you know, creating off his, off his own <laughs> dribble more than Pat, but, um, you know, Pat's got that, that, uh, 45 inch max vert. So, uh, he definitely, uh, shows it off in game, both with, uh, his occasional hang time rebounds, his, uh, shot contests and, and also his, uh, his dunking. So, uh, a little bit of a fun fact there. That was, that was a fun. Did you know, I also have a, did you know, um, did you know that you can fill out attorney bracket at traffic draft Kings this year, Frank, did you know that? I know that. Wow. Uh, That's right. You can. DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, has a totally free bracket with tens of thousands of dollars up for grabs. Everyone fills out a bracket during the tourney. Might as well do it on an award-winning app with tons of free prizes. For the first time ever, DraftKings is offering a bracket battle promotion with $64,000 in prizes. You know, whether you think, I don't know, Duke's going to win it. 
Virginia. I, I'm trying to think who the other one seeds are. Um, maybe you think Marquette's going to make a run. Maybe Wisconsin. Maybe you think John Morant is going to just dominate the tournament and do all of that. Or obviously Zion. He he he's he's the guy. He's the man. Um, you know how brackets work. So before tip-off of the first game of the tournament, just pick the winner of every game, every round. That's all there is to it. And the best part is you can play for free with code DRIBBLE. You can even set up a private group for you and your friends and compete for bragging rights. Download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com. Now use code DRIBBLE to enter the bracket battle promotion for free and compete for your share of $64,000. That's code DRIBBLE to enter the bracket battle for free only at DraftKings. The game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Anything else you wanted to mention from this game, uh, you know, outside of Chris Middleton? I know you wanted, you said you wanted to talk a little bit about him. Is there anything else that, I guess maybe Tim Frazier, Tim Frazier seen his first game as a buck, his first action as a buck, uh, 12 minutes. He was uh, minus 18. Uh, Bud did not seem all that concerned about the minus 18. I did make sure to preface my question by saying, you know, Plus minus isn't always the most indicative of things, um, but I don't. I don't know. I think Tim Frazier kind of looks like Tim Frazier. He's on the smaller side. Uh, he is, you know, he's shot the ball really well this year, like surprisingly well for for him. Uh, but he was zero for two from three. Um, you know, had a turnover. I, I mean, I, I didn't think he. He certainly didn't impress me tonight. Um, not that I'm expecting him to impress me, but I didn't think he he impressed in his debut. But you know, I would assume that'll that'll change in the next couple of weeks, and um, you know, I'm sure he'll feel a little bit more comfortable as as the season rolls rolls on. Yeah, and to be clear, he's shooting 35 percent from three, so um, that's very good for Tim Frazier, but pretty much you know average for the league. So. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I mean, he looked like a guy who was out of work yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously he was here in camp, so he has familiarity with the Bucks system. I'm sure that played a role in the Bucks' willingness to make this move. Um, but, I mean, this is kind of what I struggle with, too. I mean, when they signed Isaiah Cannon on that, that 10-day deal, and then he plays that night in Chicago. I mean, uh, you know, in both that game and this game, Giannis did not play. Um, and so I think... There is kind of a little bit of an impact because I think you're more, I think you're, you're, you know, you're more willing to um, maybe get a few minutes here and there without a traditional point guard when Giannis is in the game, just because Giannis can kind of just be an offense unto himself. Um, but obviously tonight with um, with Bledsoe, the you know, with Bledsoe there, we we did see Hill play 18 minutes. So between Hill and Bledsoe, they played 50 total minutes. So in theory, you know. You didn't have to play uh, a third point guard, but Frazier gets 12 minutes. And I think that was largely because, I mean, you just look up and down the roster. I mean, Sterling Brown sounds like he could be back next week. That's good news, but he's still out. Dante DiVincenzo is out. Uh, obviously, Giannis is out. Brogdon is out. Um, they're just a lot of dudes who, <laughs> who couldn't play today. So, um, you know, as the game was kind of getting into garbage time, I was like, oh, I wonder who they'll put in. I was like, well, 
they really only have like nine guys that they can even play right now. So, um, you know, the, the regular rotation tonight was basically also the, the bench mob garbage time rotation. So, um, I, hopefully that, that won't in, be indicative of, of Tim Frazier needing to play much moving forward. Um, I would say he's, he's definitely a kind of break in case of emergency type type player. And in this case, I would say if, if, you know, it's not a Eric Bledsoe or George Hill is hurt type emergency, then I'd probably say, yeah, just find other dudes to, uh, to eat up minutes. And, um, you know, I don't think we need Tim Frazier. So we'll see. Hopefully we will not dedicate a lot of airtime to Tim Frazier. Cause I'd say the, the less we talk about Tim Frazier, the, the better it is for, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Is Tim Frazier a name that you have to say both the first and last name? You know, it's just, you uh, know, some people have those names like George Hill. Like you don't just say Hill. You always say George yeah. Hill. Is Tim Frazier one of those? I don't know. I just, as, as I was listening I, to you I talk. I think so. Cause like Tim, Tim isn't, I feel like Tim is too generic. Like you could just be yeah. talking about some guy, you know, Tim and Frazier. Like there obviously just, there's been too many Frasers in the world, not necessarily in the NBA, but there's been too many Frasers in general. So I, I feel like, yes, Tim Frazier, he's obscure enough that you need to, to reference both, both names, by the way, if I, uh, I like to listen to true crime podcasts yeah. and I used to, I used to wonder like, why, why is it that all like serial killers have like three, like go by their full names you know, like they always are like the name and the middle name and the last name. Mm-hmm. And then I, I finally figured out that it was because, you know, if your name was like Joe Smith, they don't want to just be like, Oh, the ser- the famed serial killer, Joe Smith. They want to be like Joe Maxwell Smith. So it does, it's a little less weird. Although, yeah. um, although I don't know why they never did that with Jeffrey Dahmer. And I feel like we're now, we're really digressing, but that's just the kind of night it was watching this Bucks game. Uh, we're talking about serial killers. I mean, Dahmer's and, probably and strange enough, right? Like, yeah, I guess there aren't a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, Dahmers. I was I've been listening to a podcast. and then I think you double up with Jeffrey. Like, yeah, both. that's a, it's a longer. it's a unique first name. It's a unique last name, and you, you get kind of both of those. <laughs> you get both. Um, I've been listening to a podcast uh, recently on uh, the um, uh, the the Golden State Killer, uh, who who had actually had was like multiple crime sprees that ultimately were all linked together. Very interesting case that was recently solved. Um, and the guy's name is Joseph James D'Angelo. And so they probably, it's kind of a good example, right? Like there's probably a yeah. crap ton of Joe D'Angelo's. And actually I a have a, an old coworker whose name was Jamie D'Angelo. So like if he was just like James D'Angelo or Joe D'Angelo, I'd be like, oh, you're kind of throwing a lot of Joe D'Angelo's under the mm-hmm. bus over here. So you just throw out the full name just to make it, a little less, you know, because you don't you don't want people googling Joe D'Angelo and then like all the regular Joe D'Angelos are starting to feel like you know their name is now exactly. like Google poison, right? Um, yeah, no, that that'd be bad for everyone. <laughs> bad for everyone. Um, by the way, other random note as we clearly fall into the doldrums of this podcast, <laughs> um, I haven't said anything to you yet. I, I we basically started recording right from when we got on the air because you know neither of us wanted to like pre-game this podcast um other than perhaps by sure. drinking um but uh <laughs> your voice to me immediately when we started talking sounded kind of like deeper than normal and i assumed like maybe there was mm-hmm. just something like in your throat or i don't know are you under the weather at all or anything like that i'm not under the weather but i did two hours of radio today on uh espn radio in milwaukee so like i've talked much longer than i typically talk okay. in a day um 
So that would be my guess for why it is deeper. And now that you say it, like I can hear it. Um, and it definitely is. So that would be the reason why, like I just talked, I talked, you know, much. um, you know, that scene in, uh, old school where, um, uh, Will Ferrell takes the dart to the, like the trank dart to his neck. Crazy man, <laughs> you're, crazy. Like, you're crazy. That and his like voice gets like really like like slowed and like deep. Yeah. That's like what it's it's like. Basically, yeah. it sounds like Eric' name has been tranked a little bit, but you're still talking at the same speed. <laughs> but like the the like the pitch of your voice feels like it has been been been. So sure. anyway, I I you should. I hope you're looking forward to listening to the recording of this podcast to just see how much of a uh, of of what what tranked uh uh eric name sounds like um but i think I've... i i don't think i uh, also for someone uh i guess that is now doing this and trying to hear this um i have been told uh friend of the podcast and obviously someone who i was doing radio with today pratik patel said that he listens to podcasts at like two times speed and oh, ever and so fast. but every time he sees me he's like is eric drunk right now because he's so used to hearing me at two uh, times speed that like when he would see me in person and hear my voice, he'd be like, are you messed up, dude? Like what, like what's going on? So <laughs> if you, if you do really want to increase the trank, uh, the trankness <laughs> of, of all of this, like maybe listen to it at a slower speed than you typically yeah. listen to it. And then, you know, you might be able to get that full effect. All right. I, let's talk about Chris Middleton. And then well, I'm, I was going to say, but, I've been able to go, I can go one and a half speed sometimes, but two is just same. too fast for me. One and a half and is enough for me. I, I also feel like this podcast can't go at two. I, I feel like I talk too fast. To, for anyone to listen to this at 2x speed. <laughs> but if you listen to this at 2x speed, feel free to tweet at us and let us know, and, and maybe Pratik is the only weirdo who actually can, can pull that off. But, oh yeah, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton, who people always like make it sound like we're bending over backwards to compliment because we are willing to pay Chris Middleton money this summer, which apparently is weird. Um, he was pretty good. He basically gave us a Giannis stat line. 30 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. A steal did 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 give us six turnovers too, which is sort of the downside. Well, of that's the Giannis a Giannis stat line. line. Yeah, no, it's the downside of the Giannis stat line. Oh yes, yeah, yes. four fouls. I think two of them were offensive. So um, he also had, I think, only one dunk, but um, plus twenty four. Uh, yeah, when Chris Middleton was in the game, it felt like the Bucks kind of always were in control. Um, he did have kind of a, str- a couple of like bad fouls slash turnovers, kind of some marginal calls in the fourth quarter when he first came back, but then ultimately um, that lineup stabilized things and they kind of cruised. But yeah, Chris Middleton, he's good. Yeah, no, I would agree. The the Lakers went on that, what was it? 16, 16 run. Uh, And I think if, if I have it correctly, Middleton was on the bench for the entirety of that. Uh, So 16 run and it goes to within seven, 99, 92, and immediately after that timeout, Middleton re-enters the game and just goes, just kind of goes to work in old school Chris Middleton ways, and just backs down. Uh, I don't even know who it was at this point, but backs somebody down and hits a little turnaround and kind of ends it. And the Lakers kept scoring. I think KCP had another three uh, shortly after. But, you know, like you said, when he was in the game, it felt like he was all in control. Like, it felt like, 
the Bucks were were just going to be totally fine. And uh, you know, I think the last three of the night for Lopez came on a hockey assist from Middleton, where the the Lakers started sending a double team at him, and you know he just calmly passed it over to Bledsoe. Bledsoe makes the extra pass over to to Lopez, and, and just like that, he hits that uh, he hits his last three of the night, and you know the the Bucks just kind of take control the rest of the way. So, um, yeah, Chris Middleton is good. Uh, 30 points on the night, like you said, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, that, that'll do, especially on, uh, you know, 20 shots, uh, an efficient night, 12 of 20 for him. Uh, obviously, you always want to see him shoot more free throws than two, but uh, I think there's there's very few complaints to be had on a, on a night like that for Middleton where he's also plus 24. Uh, you want to spend a half hour previewing the Cleveland Cavaliers game, or do you want to go to bed since it's almost midnight? <laughs> uh, I would love to go to bed. Uh, I think the – and also that preview could be worthless because we have no idea who's going to play. So, you know what? We'll just talk to you tomorrow night after the game once we do know who plays and how the Bucks do and all of that. So that is going to be it for us for today on Lockdown Bucks. This podcast was brought to you – once again, by DraftKings, use the promo code DRIBBLE, D-R-I-B-B-L-E, and you can participate in their tourney bracket, their bracket battle, excuse me, uh, for free. Enter just like you would, you know, any other pool, and you can do it for free with the promo code DRIBBLE over at DraftKings. $64,000 of prizes are available for you. Download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com right now. For Frank Madden, I'm Eric Name. This has been Lockdown Bucks. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.